right now. I, I work, like I said, it's a lifestyle business and that's where I want it, want it to be. So I work, uh, I started tracking my time about a year ago. I work uh, 1.67 hours a day, every day, Saturdays and Sundays included. That's on average. And so I, I want to keep that number as low as possible. Hey everybody, what's up? Um, and today I have Danny Rustin on the show. Danny, what's up, man? Hey man, thanks for having me. I'm good. <laughs> Dude, uh, pleasure to have you and I'm happy that we got to connect. Uh, you're doing some interesting things and I think most generally just you're, you're a lifestyle business owner and that's what interests me and I bet what interests a lot of my audience and that's what I kind of wanted to talk to you about. Um, and um, so first of all, you're right now in Bali. Uh, that's where you chose to be, right? Yes, this was a conscious decision. I don't know when you upload this, but we, we're like right in the heart of coronavirus hysteria right now. Global. Uh, I got friends in Kazakhstan. There's like six cases. Whole country's locked down. Um, so uh, I chose here after being in the Philippines for uh, just the five days before they went on lockdown. Yeah, and, you, and, and I heard the interview that you did in this, uh, with this other guy uh, just, uh, I think, two weeks ago or something like that. And it was mm -hmm. pretty much, you talked about how you just fled from one country to another just when everything was like like day before lockdown. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it first in Hanoi. There was, yeah. a, there was a girl, uh, the, the story was this really wealthy girl came back and hid from folks that she had coronavirus and oh. she spread it to people they went on lockdown i went to the philippines the day i got to the philippines the president announced like please maintain this social distancing on monday it was law on wednesday i left and uh to to uh, to uber here in bali <laughs> wow it's crazy um bali is great by the way bali is, is um i had a, a coaching client in bali and you know, just like every time same thing he comes, you know, he comes on the Zoom calls, like looking like he was just at the beach, like you. Just like, it's beach life, you know, it's like great. It's island life. It's, yeah, it's super relaxed here. I can't remember the last time I wore shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. No, it's awesome, really. I'm, and I, by the way, I can connect you later if you want. Um, but um, it's, uh, the, the thing about like, I remember when I was in, um, Cambodia and there was like the I, I was in Thailand Cambodia I was in all Southeast Asia Laos China and stuff like that but in in Cambodia there was this um, area where we took a boat to an island it was just like a very small island and we were there for like a week and that was great that was just like it felt so amazing um, I'm from by the way I, to anybody who doesn't know I'm from Israel so it's like you guys probably know and we have the beach here so I can't imagine my life without a beach it's just you can't even think about it, right? Yeah, it's like whenever you're bored, when you don't have a beach, when you're bored, you go on your cell phone, at least me. But when I'm, when I'm with a beach and I'm bored, I just go take a walk to the beach. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Um, and so um, coming to talk about some interesting things that you do. Um, so just to put it behind us in this, because I already told... I already told you, but I'm telling the audience right now, we're not going to talk about Airbnbs so much about Danny's actual business. Uh, it is interesting, but I just want to ask, but I want to put it behind us so we can talk about lifestyle and, and, and 
health and fitness and stuff mindset. But um, what what what's going on with your business right now with all this Corona thing? It stopped. It stopped. I, there's some purchases coming oh. in, but on my business side yeah. of things, for for me, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, I'm. I like you, I have sources of income coming from different places. Mm -hmm. I've, I've tried to uh, diversify as much as I could. So I'm looking at this, this is a vacation. I'm working on, I'm working on personal growth. I'm working on content creation mm -hmm. for my personal brand, which we'll do it for Airbnb. I just recorded yes. a new intro. So for me, this is great because, um, you were, you were mentioning to me about your podcast when you were doing marketing and you, you, you kind of, you were kind of an expert and you didn't really, you, we weren't passionate about, about the pot, doing the podcast, talking about yeah. it more. It's yeah. kind of the same with me. I'm passionate about getting the information out, but like doing these reports and what I sell, I, I'm not growing there. It's how I make money, but I'm not growing. Yeah. So it's like, it's, oh, I, and I, I'm not like, I'm not in dire need of money. So it, it's like without the sales coming in, it's like, I get to just focus on what I like doing creating content. Yeah. So this has been a great three weeks. Awesome, man. Very happy to hear. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us, um, especially creatives, have this thing where we have this like thing we're very good at or something like that. And then we want to transition. I know so many people want to transition to this new thing, but they have this one thing where they're making their money and where everybody recognizes them as the experts. Um, and now with the Corona thing, everything um, just seems to in a way, offer new opportunities for all of us. Um, so if you're, if you're looking at it from an you know, optimistic view, there are a lot of opportunities that come exactly with this corona thing going on um, for us to jump on our next kind of call in life. Uh, we can definitely use this period to do that, right? Yeah, I don't know if you follow me on, on my other social media channels, but my perspective of the coronavirus is quite different from other yeah. folks. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, um, but I'm also not um, driven by emotions where most people are. I'm very yeah. rational and the yeah. coronavirus, it's, it's not that scary. Um, I don't want to get into it because that's not what this show is about. <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> You're considering getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> lost, lost my train of thought. Shit, what was I saying? You were uh, about the transition about the transition, like from like having one thing you're, you know, you do for your money and, and then the thing that you're passionate about, but this Corona thing gives us opportunity to just rise to our oh, yeah. calling. Thank you. Yes. So the one, the one thing I really love um, about the coronavirus, oddly said for lack of a better way to <laughs> say it, but it is, it is um, shaking people up. It's making people work from home if they have jobs. It's it's getting people to reset here in Bali, for example, without the tourism. It's getting it's it's like oh, do we wait? We're surviving just fine, and we don't have tourism. Like this is a good thing. People totally uh, doing things that they never would have done before. Yeah, the actual people that work on the beach actually go to the beach. <laughs> now they go to the beach. Yeah. 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 Or now they realize, you know, they don't need to spend all this, you know, they're making less money, but then they realize, oh, wait, I don't need to spend all this money on all this, all this random stuff. Yeah. It goes back to the essentials. Good right. family, friends, food, right. health, happiness. Right. And I think that's kind of, you know, the, the essentials is so important to understand. Most people think the world is changing 
it's actually good um, that the world is changing in a way. Um, obviously, a lot of bad is happening and I'm, I'm, you know, we are lucky not to be restaurant owners right now in a, in a state where restaurants are closed or something like that. Um, but definitely, like a calling is something that, um, so let's talk about that for a second because you are now traveling the world and you're, your thing is to, to travel and, and enjoy life in general. But I, I bet a lot of people are just thinking like, okay, wait, how can one do it? Like you're, you're just a regular human being, right? Like you're not, you're not a superhuman. Um, so what would you say to everybody is like, how is Danny doing this? It would, um, so yeah, I, I have a, it's hard to explain to people what I do because it's not, I don't fit into a nice category because I, I neither live in a place, but I'm not, I, I'm also on vacation. Mm-hmm. But uh, how I do this, it would be, it's kind of like coronavirus. My coronavirus was, was three, four years ago. And by that, I mean, just, I got shaken up. I had to do something else. I got fired twice. Mm-hmm. And because of this, but I've, I've always felt like I had an entrepreneurial uh, strain in me, but mm-hmm. I never really pursued it. Yeah. And because these things happen and my, my world changed, they, that brought me to this path of creating the idea I do now, which mm-hmm. let me work 100% online, which made me realize, oh, I am, I am kind of a good marketer. Um, I do this stuff good. So that, that kept the money coming in. Oh, I I can write in in high school. I got C's on my writing papers, but now I have the best selling book for Airbnb hosts. Um, So yeah, it it all, it all, it all changes. That's, that's how it, if, but I would, if people really don't like their job. So a lot of people ask me like, how do you, how do you do it? And they don't really want to know because a lot of people they like, even though they're in a shitty job and they know they're in a shitty job, what scares them more is not having that shitty job and that consistent paycheck. So I don't think anyone needs, um, needs help. Like if I were to ask someone when I had my job at Airbnb paid well and everything, great company, great team, but just accounting, I would have asked someone, if I met someone like me, I would have been like, Oh, I want, that sounds cool. How do I do that? But it would have just been like, if I saw you in the hallway, just, it would have been like, kind of like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, yeah, I don't really care, but it's just like a cordial thing to say. They don't, you know, so if people really want to do it though, they got to shake themselves up, quit their job. If they think they're smart enough and I'm not smart, I really, I don't think I'm smart. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have self-esteem issues. I don't think I'm good looking. I, I know I'm not smart, but um, I know that I'm smart enough. I do as much as I can with what I got. So uh, quit, just quit and figure it out. You'll, you'll find it. That's how I found it. I never yeah. would have before that, but I got fired. I didn't quit, but. Right. I didn't have the balls to quit. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to Pat Flynn's story, by the way. When he started his business, it's the same kind of thing. He, uh, he got fired and, you know, he did find out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2008. He got, he got um, yeah. Oh, with the financial crisis, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but, but then again, I'm like, I think every crisis for us, um, there's a lesson learned here. Because if, if, if you guys listening to this or watching this on YouTube, like, know my story, um, then I also like this whole business was built from a crisis that I had. And also, so our crises are kind of like people look at them at rock bottoms. I always say, let's look at the crisis as trampolines. Um, we just jump to a higher state in our life, to a new place and trampolines are fucking fun. So 
it's in a way to you know look at that that way that mean that makes sense but going back to actual practicality right now all right just um can you break down just for a second the um you know on one hand the business okay what are your revenue streams if that's okay and the second thing is the mindset where are you where are you going with this what what leads you to doing this and fulfilling your life in this way right now okay there's the the revenue streams there there there's income investments and then other things is airbnb related i wrote a book that gives me a lot of, a, a good amount of money the i have mm. airbnb property management that's one um i have the uh airbnb uh optimize my bnb which is you know people buy stuff off that that's the main one uh i just gonna i just got qualified to monetize my youtube so that'll be another revenue stream um but yeah. I didn't realize the answer I'm going to give you. I, I realized once I started traveling, what's, what's makes me keep doing this is just because it works out so well for my personality, mm -hmm. which is that I was born an introvert, like, like a really, really like, uh, like uh, strong, like, like a super introvert. Like when I mm -hmm. talked, when I was in middle school, I remember one time the popular kid came up to me and talked to me whenever, whenever he got closer, talked to me, I would get like these prickly feelings all throughout my body. And I would just kind of like freeze up. I didn't know what to say. You know, mm -hmm. needless to say, I had no experience with females, way too shy for that. So as my years went on, I would, I taught myself cause I knew that's a shitty life. Honestly, if anyone is, if, if anyone is, a, and maybe your listeners are introverts, we know that it's a shitty life. It's not as fulfilling as an extrovert. You just don't have as much experience as you stay in your shell. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. So I, I read books. I went to some classes. I put myself in really awkward situations my whole life. And then when I started, I never traveled though. Never traveled. I said, you know, it's not for me. I traveled a little bit with friends. And then once I started traveling, I realized, oh, you know, what everyone realizes, you have to, you're either be lonely, which I was for the, fir for the first five month stint. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was rather lonely. I didn't know how to make friends. Mm -hmm. I didn't put, put myself out there as much. Now I've learned how to put myself out there. I've made more best friends the past three years than I had in eight years living in San Francisco. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's something I think um, I experienced as well when traveling alone in Southeast Asia. Um, I, at the beginning, I traveled with a friend, then we kind of like split, and then I traveled alone. I remember just, I was like, oh my God, you, you learn so much about yourself and that you can make amazing friends and you just become open to new just interactions. And um, it's an experience I think as many people should have just traveling, seeing other cultures, experiencing even traveling alone. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a great, it's a great thing. There was a, there was a study done. I think it was a study. I forget where I read it, but it was compare. It was comparing like who has the most connections, social connections, and why. Mm -hmm. Is it because in fact they're extroverted? Is it because they they go up and they say hi to people, or why are people? Why do some people have more connections? And the reason was the people who have the most connections are those who put themselves in like high foot traffic areas. They put themselves in a position to have an interaction. That's mm -hmm. that's the only thing. So yeah. you're in a hostel. Do you stay in your room or do you go in the, the, the lounge area? Right. That's the only thing. So that I really take to heart. I try and go outside as much as I can. Go to the shopping mall, walk, go to the gym, make friends, wherever. And it, uh, it does. It works. I make a lot. Nice. Made, made a friend at the gym today. <laughs> nice. No, that's awesome, man. And um, 
Would you say you're also the type of person who thrives when you have many things going on, like business-wise and, and interaction-wise? I think, yeah, I'm just, by nature, I have a lot of things going on. I just had an idea where I want to create like, uh, kind of like a lot of Airbnb hosts have groups that they can connect at, but a lot of travelers don't have groups, uh, mm -hmm. especially solo travelers. So I was, there's, there's kind of these things around, but I had kind of a slightly different idea. So I, yeah, I think, I think that's my, my baseline is having a bunch of different things going on kind of to a fault though, because a lot of them like this thing, I had the idea, I bought the domain and then, you know, maybe yeah. at some point uh, I want to create an app. I even, you know, I got some proposals and then, you know, other thing comes up. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I've, a lot of creatives are like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I, I, I was wondering the, the other day I was, um, it was about like being productive and I, and I always felt, um, what was I, this was like, this was like a year ago. It was kind of a revelation, but it was about, I thought I was being unproductive. And then I talked to like, ah, uh, I don't know. You could, you could cut, you could cut that out. It's not, it's not coming back to me. All right. Um, but so going, going into, um, going into, like fulfillment based, like what, what's your, do you have a vision, a long-term vision where you want to take this for the next like upcoming year or, or years? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly where I'm going. I, right now I, I work, like I said, it's a lifestyle business and that's where I want it, want it to be. So I work, uh, I started tracking my time about a year ago. I work uh, 1.67 hours a day, every day, Saturdays and Sundays included. That's on average. And so I, I want to keep that number as low as possible. Um, once, yeah, because I was an early Airbnb employee, I have some stock there. So mm -hmm. when they go public, which I thought was going to be this year, but maybe it will be, it will be delayed with that money. I'm going to put it into properties around the world. I want four properties around the world. Uh, I like summer. I like, I love going out here. I wear my, my, I wear my underwear all day long. I usually don't have a shirt on. I love going outside and it's like, you know, it's perfect degrees. You don't need to wear anything else besides that. I'm going to buy four houses and then I'm going to live at them for three months at a time in the summertime all year round. The other, the, the time I'm not at three houses, I'll rent them out on Airbnb short term mm -hmm. and I'll continue doing the optimize my BNB side of things because I really do feel like I'm the best in the world at that. And I'm helping a lot of people um, who really need the income. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm a writer. I, I have my personal blog, my personal blog now and brand, and I've got like 30 posts on there. Uh, you know, barely anyone visits it. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't do any marketing for it, but what's, what's like, the domain should have the domain. Let's drop it. It's the same as my, my YouTube and Instagram is Danny boo boo. Okay. So where did that yeah. come from? <laughs> Danny Boo. Danny Boo. <laughs> you have to read the website and find out. All right. I got, right. I got treasures all throughout there. Okay. Got it. <laughs> all right. Danny. So yeah, I got right. a little dating, dating advice, some fitness advice, general lifestyle stuff, productivity. I record yep. all my, all the places I go. I record uh, just tips and tricks and prices, mm -hmm. but I like it. I like it. Maybe one day it'll become big and I'll become famous. But for now, it's it's really a passion project. It's awesome. No, it's great. Um, and um, all right, so let's talk for a second about um, about the health side of things. All right, so I'm I'm 
I'm working out right now. I just like also just before this Corona thing, I actually went to the gym for the first time in my life too. Well, so I always do martial arts. Like that's kind of like my thing since okay. age eight, I've been doing martial arts. So I've, I was always fit. I was always kind of like in good shape, but I was never really just like pumped, you know, just like full of muscles and stuff. One thing I really want to do is build mass muscles, build mass. Okay. And um, I've been doing 75 hard. Have you heard about that? No, what's that? All right, so 75 hard is a mental toughness challenge by an entrepreneur called Andy Frisella. So he started it. It's a movement now. It's like huge. A lot of people do it all over the world. You have to go 75 days straight without uh, with doing a couple things every day, which is one, two, 45-minute workouts that have to be in different times. One workout has to be outside no matter the weather. Um, and uh, then besides that, you have to drink a gallon of water you have to read 10 pages of a self-development or business book a day, and you have to choose a diet that you want and go for it 75 days without a cheat day um, and no alcohol. So this is the challenge. If you go 75 days without, without with, like, with doing all these things, you're good. But if you fall, even in one of those, oh, and you have to take a progress pick every day. It doesn't, you, have to, you don't have to publish it. You just have to take a progress pick. If you do all of those, then uh, you're good. If you fall, even in even if not taking a progress pick, then you go back to day zero, day one. <laughs> so and that sucks because I'm I'm right now um, in day fourteen, and I was I, I'm already past way past seventy five days. Um, it's just that I fell on day 25, then I fell again three days oh. later, then I fell on day 45. So like now I am actually back to square one after falling on day 45. And um, <laughs> it's like, I, I'm trying hard, but results came in. Uh, you can see my, my Instagram later. It's like, I, I, my body has transformed. Like um, I lost weight, excess weight that I had, some excess weight. Although I was training, I was still like, I, have, I had this like, I, I don't know, I had like my no muscles and body weight, extra body weight. But now I'm actually at the point where I want to increase weight and I can't because I'm working out so much um, and uh, I want to build muscle. So I'm curious about how you learn how to do that, you know, besides doing the weights and the exercise. Um, I saw you with all these powders and stuff. Like how do you, how do you hack your body to look like you look now? Yeah, there's uh, get rid of all the all the powders. Uh, forget forget. Yeah, I posted that video, but forget about all that. It's and I love talking about this stuff. It's so simple, <laughs> as you know. It, when you be when you become an expert at some things, you realize, ah, oh, really? It's very simple. <laughs> I did that. And, Let's go to the and, gym. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of it. And and I yeah. and I I. I don't know. I don't know how big I'm looking on this right now, but I do consider myself an expert in a few things in life. Gym is one. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I lift the weight, most weight, and any gym I go to, I know. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. It's uh, consistency, creating a creating a schedule. You have to. Most people when they go to the gym, and and for your audience, we're talking about gaining muscle now, gaining mass. Mm-hmm. So mostly for the guys, though. I hope the women aren't scared about this either. Um, because you look good with some muscle. So consistency is king. Just go, just go to the gym. But don't, when, if you've never done it before, here, what, what do most people do when they haven't worked out? And then, and then they say like, okay, you know, they, they see this bodybuilder, get this girl or something. And they say, all right, I'm going to 
gain muscle. What do most people do? Or same thing when they diet, they don't have a diet and then do it or do, don't yeah, do a diet. If they go too hard on it. Exactly. They go too hard. They go yeah. seven days. I had a buddy who did this when I was in San Francisco. He wanted to go at, on a Friday at like 945. They, they just get like too into it. They burn themselves out. Yeah. I recommend go one day a week. If you've never been to the gym before, you go one day a week. And you do that because eventually you're going to want to go to the gym a second day a week. And that's, that's the key. So you can't, the gym cannot be, which it eventually will be if you go seven days away, the gym cannot be, oh, I got to go to the gym again. You have to be excited. You have to, something has to bring you there. So if you're yeah. losing weight, you should record your weight only at the gym. Yeah. If you're lifting weights to gain mass, you should be recording how many weights you're doing because you want to see you do bench, you do a hundred pounds. Well, for me, at least for most people, you're, and you're gaining weight, you're, you're putting in, you're doing a good diet, which by the way, you're in the gym 5% of your day. You're outside the gym 95%. So it's really what you do outside the gym. What are the micro decisions you're making outside the gym, especially diet? That's really By the what way, matters a lot. You just hit, a, like you just used a term that I use very much recently, which is micro decisions. I think this oh, is like- I never say that either, actually. That was, really? just, that was just, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I, I thought about like so much about what makes people the way they are. It's all about micro decisions that you make every single moment of your life, you know? That, that, so um, I think that's, that's a, you know, a great thing that you hit. So sorry for stopping. Yeah, no, no worries. I think it's, I think it's true. Like um, if, for example, when people go into, I, I, I'm, living with, I'm living with my friend right now, Australian friend, and um, we were talking about soda came up. And like, I'm, uh, we, we were talking about like kids nowadays. When I see kids nowadays, I kind of, it's kind of permanently, I see them with like candy or ice cream or a cell phone. And I get it. I don't have kids, but I get it. If you're a parent, you probably get tired of your kid and it's really easy to give them, uh, you know, a cotton candy the size of his head to, to, to shut him up for, you know, three hours or whatever it takes. Um, but when I was a kid, my parents, one thing they, very, they did very well is we didn't get soda. We didn't drink soda. We didn't do candy. And to this day, I don't really drink soda. I prefer water. And it's uh, where I'm going with this is um, they were conscious. So, so it made their micro decisions conscious. Uh, you know, should we be giving our kid all this soda? So I'm talking about, I'm talking with my friend and she, she got fed a bunch of soda and her parents like took her uh, for lunch. They gave, they gave her like a Kentucky fried chicken and, and, uh, or like fast food and whatnot. And so um, if you're, yeah, if you're taking, so yeah, being being conscious about the decisions, and it's 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 a it's a snowball yeah. effect too. So nowadays, I you know I'm kind of I try and be conscious in all my decisions, but it's true. Yeah, micro decisions taking the stairs is like like a really uh, obvious one. Uh, this is used in you know examples. If you take the elevator, you take the stairs. In fact, I saw a photo of a 24-hour fitness in USA, and there was a there was an escalator up to the there's stairs and there's an escalator up to the gym and like everyone's on the escalator going up to exercise <laughs> at the gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny. So the, the gym is yes. Consistency is king. Start, start off slow, start off one day a week. Um, you have to, you, you gain muscle by lifting a lot of weight. So that's, that's the key as well. You got, you have to do progressive overload. There's a bunch of other strategies, but honestly, it doesn't matter, especially if you're a beginner, just go in there and fool around with the weights. Um, 
people are probably looking at you, but get over it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, my, my question is also, so, okay. So one, one tip that I have for people that are starting out and hopefully the gyms will get open soon in most of the places, but right now they're closed. Um, what I did, I hired a, a, an, just a personal trainer on weights because I've never done this. So like for the first, you know, at least like 10 practices, I want to be with someone who can teach me the technique in lifting weights so I don't hurt my joints and stuff like that and that I don't like yeah. put too much on. Um, I want someone to be there for me to limit me and to teach me how to do it right. And then after that, I could, you know, go on on my own probably. But so that's like one tip. I, I, that was very useful for me. We just went five sessions and then the gym thing happened. Like, um, but um, hopefully we'll continue. My question is maybe how we can, right now I'm training at home and a lot of people, I guess, are training at home as well. Um, considering you had no gyms right now, what would you do? Is it push-ups? Well, because I'm pumping push-ups like crazy right now. Just like, <laughs> mostly what I can do. So, uh, so the first thing is I, I need to make a comment on trainers. Uh -huh. uh, you're approaching it from, from a good perspective. You're trying to get the the form down and whatnot, but most trainers don't also know what they're doing. They just mm. think they do and they convince you to. So some do, but honestly, most don't. So I mm. would, I would say, you know, do your own research, go online, read a book about form and whatnot. That's going to be yeah. more thorough than almost all trainers. Yeah. But um, if you're going to hire a trainer, you're doing it right. Don't hire a trainer is not your motivation. Some people hire trainers. Oh, he's my motivation. He is he or she is absolutely not your motivation. If that thought comes in your mind, just save your money. Do not waste your money. They're, they're not there for motivation. You're going to stop and you're, yeah. it's going to be useless. So uh, they also push you too hard in my opinion. Like I have a trainer friend in the Philippines and she's like, I was asking her about what she does with new clients because I recognize it's a super tough job. Like they got to always get clients. The turnover is so high. And she was like, yeah, you know, you got to give them a diet plan. You got to give them in five days a week. You got to do this and that. And I was like thinking like, damn, no, you, you, none of that. Like just one day a week, you, you go too hard and then they get burned out, especially when it's like this, probably this overweight person. They're, they're not used to going to the gym. It's too much of a yeah. shock to the system. Yeah. yeah. So what would I do if I didn't have any gyms is your question. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not an option for me. I'm here because <laughs> I'm here because there's open gyms. I think it's yeah. ridiculous closing, closing. I, I think a lot of this coronavirus stuff is pretty ridiculous. Um, just the broad actions taken to to slow down the, the virus. But uh, the gyms were closed in the Philippines. Um, when they were open, there was like three people inside. So not a breeding grounds for the coronavirus, but they were shut down anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, and I came here because I knew, I, I thought, and the gym still, they're not closed. One gym is closed, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I lift heavy weights. I need heavy weights. I, I mean, I don't need it, but the timing was so bad because I took a week break when I was in Philippi uh, when I was in um, Vietnam, I took a week break. Uh, usually I travel by the week, but for the last two weeks in Vietnam, the first one week I was in a beach town where that kind of felt like a vacation. So where I still went to the gym, I, I went three days and it was kind of like a, a war, you know, it was a lo lower intensity workout. Mm -hmm. The next week I took it off. I took that whole week off. Um, the third week when I went to the Philippines, this is when they went on their lockdown. 
So mm. now I'm at like three weeks where I didn't work out. And now I'm like, oh man, you know, if I had been working out for three weeks, it would be okay. I could take one or two weeks off, but now mm. I'm down for three weeks. Now it's going to be um, another month. So that's going to be seven weeks. So um, anyways, I, I left, uh, so I really wanted a gym. I left heavy weights. I like doing that. That's like, it, it's, it's very important for me. It just it keeps me sane, keeps my anger levels down, keeps me productive. Uh, you know, going to the gym makes you sleep better because you're, 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 uh, you know, it tires you out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the only things I do at day. I quarantine myself anyways. I mean, most of the day I'm quarantined in my house. I go to the gym. That's like yeah. the only thing. Go to the grocery store, maybe go to a cafe, maybe. But one thing that I heard about um, is called, it's called uh, blood flow restriction, I think, training. Mm-hmm. And you, you would, let's say you're doing biceps, you yeah. would tie something around here, you know, like a tourniquet yeah. until you're, until you're, so the blood can come in, but it can't go out so easily. And then you do uh, bicep curls with uh, less weight, but um, it wor- apparently it works it so hard that... It, it's kind of like a new trend, especially with coronavirus. I don't, I wouldn't want to do that because I don't want to get those, you know, those bodybuilders with those nasty ass veins that like squiggle on yeah. their, on their arm. Yeah. Like I have big veins anyways, and I don't want that. So I, yeah. I probably wouldn't do that. Um, but what I would do is I would do a bunch of handstands that really is going to work your, huh. that's going to work your shoulders, all of yeah. basically all of this part, handstands, yeah. uh, you do that, but anything with, Anything is good, but I mean, I'm really weights. Weights, if you want to be efficient and build muscle, you need weights. So without a gym, you could just maybe maintain or, or go down slower, but you need a gym. You need weights. Got it. All right. All right, cool. I'll think about it. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, Handstands sorry, man. I can't. <laughs> Handstands yeah. is good. Yeah, man, that's one of the most difficult things. I'm still learning it a year after. I'm getting pretty good but I'm still learning it a year later. Um, I made a video. I've been following the coronavirus since January and I've, I've been kind of poking fun at it since January mm-hmm. and no one cared because no one knew about the coronavirus until about two weeks ago when, when it kind of blew up in the news. Yeah. And so my, my tone didn't shift. I kept on like kind of poking fun at it, but now people were very scared of it. And so I made a video uh, when I got here and it was just, it starts off with like, you know, while you're at home working out with your bags of rice and your jugs of water, here's what I'm doing. And it's me at the gym being <laughs> irresponsible, not social distancing. And uh, it, it was, I will admit it was a little tone deaf because I was just a little bit late on understanding that people were actually really scared and freaked out in the world. So, uh, but it's still a good video, I think. <laughs> it gets and, attention, that's for sure. Gets attention. Yeah, it got a lot of negative attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, so, all right, cool. So just to wrap this up, because I have another. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, all right, just, Arzel cut this part out. So, um, all right, going back to the episode. All right, so just to wrap this up. Um, so personal brand is an important thing for every one of us, right? It's, you know, especially at these times. Um, and so, you know, wait, no, I think personal brand is not a good way to tackle it. Ah, all right. So just to wrap this up, dude, it was a pleasure talking to you, uh, Daniel, um, <laughs> or Danny. So, um, Danny, can you tell us where people should find you? 
Uh, yeah, sure. So the, my personal brand site is, is Danny Boo Boo, mm-hmm. uh, D-A-N-Y-B-O-O-B-O-O. That's on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. And then I have, of course, my website, which I've started up, which I'm super proud of. It's my baby. I, I'm so proud of it. So uh, go there and check me out there. But you can reach out right. to me on any of those channels. The, the press on blog, you mean dannyboobo.com? Yes. All right, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I see it right now. Uh, got some nice images here. Uh, so bucket list, story, travels, guest book, blog, bookshelf. Awesome. Bookshelf. That's awesome. What is one amazing book that you've read recently or actually generally that you would recommend for people? Uh, well, I'm going to say, so I'll keep it, I'll keep it in theme, uh, bigger, leaner, stronger. This is the book uh-huh. written by Mike Matthews that it, I've been working out for 18 years, but this is the book where I changed, I was conscious about it. I started recording things and I started bulking up and getting muscle bigger, leaner, stronger. And I'm actually in nice. that book featured in that book. Really? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Good. So I wrote it down. Bigger, leaner, stronger, Michael Matthews. And I also linked to your website, which is, a, is a, the bookshelf, which is a pretty good bookshelf, I want to say. Uh, a lot of things I actually haven't read. Um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff also regarding um, the art of the start. I haven't read that one. I'm just looking through the site. Uh, Influence, I have that. I still haven't read that. Compound effect. Oh, not. that's, yeah. Uh, art of the combat art. effect. I just started reading all okay. these books. Uh, yeah, I think you would like a lot of these books. It, we're, we're pretty similar, but uh, I got not recommended. I got eight books that I read that um, not recommended. Forty Eight Laws of Power is up there, which a lot of people like, but I didn't find it so useful. And then I got I got it in order. Mm-hmm. I try to put it in order of like good to worst. So um, keep that in mind when you're browsing. But it's a good yeah. variety in there. Some self improvement. Some yeah no it's awesome man it's awesome i'm i'm happy to check those out um so danny thank you so much for coming on the show been a pleasure talking to you man hey pleasure is mine thanks for having me thank you so much for watching and if you like what you just saw please consider subscribing down below and also clicking the notifications button subscriptions go a long way it's your way of saying thank you i want to hear more from you so i would love to see you here subscribe and and for me to be able to reach you with uh, other videos that i post here Besides that, I would love to invite you to the community over on Facebook. It's the Creatorpreneurs community. So just go over to Facebook and search for Creatorpreneurs. I'll also link it here down in the show notes. And one last thing, I have a weekly newsletter coming out with books that I read and I recommend, with podcasts that I listen to, and with a personal note sharing my insights uh, for other creatives in order to build their business and lifestyle business and uh, build their tribe. So if you are interested in that, you can also head on to the link in the show notes where you can subscribe to the weekly newsletter. Um, that's how I came up. I love newsletters. So I wish you tons of success with your journey and hope to see you again in the next video. Cheers.